man, I know y'all been waiting for one. I know people are always asking, when's the next Dre Day? When's the next Dre Day? Well, it's here. Today is Dre Day. It's here. Uh, it is. We, we have one more game before the regular season. Uh, but And we got a few more series before the matchup everybody wants or expects is Warriors against Cleveland. But the beef is real because RJ keep taking shots. Like, he keep taking shots. Now he's saying, like, we should go to sleep. You can go to sleep to Dre Day. And it's like NPR. I'm going I'm to I'm let you finish. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know why to hate. Like, RJ, he's doing – I mean, he, he's capitalizing on being on a good team, you know, trying to set up his life after basketball because that's pretty much over. You know, um, he's about f- four years too late from, from someone really wanting to hear what he has to say. You know, he hasn't been relevant. And RJ probably should have been doing this podcast when he was here my rookie year. On his way out the league, um, not doing this now. No one wants to hear what Richard Jefferson has to say. So, you know, I mean, essentially, you're just listening to retired players doing a podcast, which you can, which you can find anywhere. So, you know, RJ, welcome to Dre Day. You know, you're always invited as a guest. You know, and and, and you'll get listeners. You'll get a lot of listeners that want to hear what relevant players has to say. But, you know, as far as y'all go, I mean, there's a lot of retired guys with podcasts, and y'all just happen to be two more that's doing it. So, welcome. Dre Day. Let's get it. Dre Day, we in this day. Uh, so, I'm looking forward to their shot. I don't think they're going to stop, so we're going to need to keep light. You're going to need to keep lighting them up. That's like, fine. You know, they they don't. I mean, listen, I can do this all day. <laughs> I enjoy doing this. Like I said, RJ's doing this for a platform after basketball that's looming right above his head. It's like a cloud in a cartoon just sitting right above the head, floating around, and you're waiting on it to, like, pour down rain. That's that's what he's doing. I'm doing this for fun. I like to talk. You know, I like talking about these events that we talk about. I like having fun. And so that's, you know, that's why I do this. I'm not really looking for the career after basketball, which RJ's chasing in his next year or so. So... Hey, come on as a guest, though. You know, you could be the first guest on Dre nah, Day cool. since y'all nah, chasing nah, every guest I'm on cool the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm cool with that. Nah, he can't be the first guest. Come on. All right, we got to go bigger we, than we RJ. Gotta, we got a deal. We got a deal. We do. We, we're going way bigger than RJ when we have a guest. So, RJ, yeah. Um, no. So, are you uh, flying United ever again? I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not flying United fly, ever hey, again. on how cheap the price is. Don't front. But... <laughs> What hey, happened to be a good flight? I'm on United. That's I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to say I'm not flying United <laughs> again. But what happened, what took place on United was a bit crazy. I mean, there's always two sides to a story, and like there's been bits and pieces, you know, uh, leaking out here and there. And this guy had this story and the airline story. You know, there's actually three sides to a story there's his story, there's their story, and, and then there's, there's the, the truth, truth. Baby. I don't know the truth. So I can't really go at it from a logistics standpoint other than what I believe from what I've heard. And if it's true that he didn't want to – like they, no one took their offers and then they just picked someone to get up, that's not right. Like you – y'all oversold the plane. Y'all figure out how to get the workers where they need to go you if that's the story. kick people off so your employees can get on. Like that doesn't even like, make nah, sense. These are crazy. paying customers. And so I don't really understand that. 
And, you know, then I look at it also and say, there were police officers right there. At any point, this police officer, if this guy won't get off the plane, they can just say, okay, you're under arrest. And you don't necessarily have to be arresting him, but that would make him stand up and get him off the plane. There should be some kind of strategy other than what they did. Something. Or even if you get this man on the floor, you can even roll him over on his stomach and handcuff him and walk him off the plane. There were so many other things that you could have done rather than dragging this man. Man, like a straight pig at a luau, right? While he yelled. Like, there, there was many other things to do than just dragging this man down down the, down the aisle of a plane. Like, I mean, I know that flight, whenever it took off, was weird because the man had just been drugged off a plane. And he so. was back on that bad boy, busted like, up and everything. Like, I just can't believe, you know, that they were dragged. If, 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 if they saw you drag a dog like that, you go to jail. No question. Like. No question at all. One hundred percent like that is all bad. And so you can't work again. <laughs> like you're like, done. You're done. You're you done. can't drag a dog off the plane like that. And so to actually drag a human off the plane like that and like what's gonna happen? Something has to happen. I mean that's discount me some flights for what y'all did to that man, but also give Said him free man. flights for the rest of his life. That, that's the part that really stands out to me. Like that was really sad. I was shocked to see it. I'm trying to figure out how does a plane full of people turn down an $800 voucher? Am I that broke where I'm like, 800 man, I- I'll take the next flight, 800 in the hotel, nobody raised their hand? Yeah, Are you serious was, right now? That was I might have done it for four. You talking eight. I'm on that, Jack. That's two flights. Me and my wife going somewhere off $800 voucher. Hey, man, I- I- I've actually been offered around that or maybe a little more to take another flight and I pondered it but I still I just wanted to get where I was going yeah so I, I feel that nobody though no nobody no a flight that's that, a flight for the rich people yeah that, that's a flight for the rich people I'm, I'm I'm I might take that eight and then when you think about it too like like these like who, what was the computer did they have a random like check laser we're gonna randomly select by computer so that means that whole software is already in place like how how did that work? My thing I is, think they shot dice. Craps. No, it's just it's just you, crazy. It's just wrong it's though. Like, crazy. This man bought his ticket and actually was on the flight. Yeah. It's even one thing if you stop some people at the gate and said we can't board this flight till someone else. Like the man was boarded. He was in his on seat the flight. He chilling. Like, like he ready. Ready to go and. Like I just don't understand that. I don't. You just can't pull people off the plane. If nobody agrees to get off, then you have to figure something else out as a company. And then news came out after that. You know, this guy was a doctor and he was trying to get this patient. Of course, when things like that happen, you know, someone's always going to dig up some dirt. And from what I read today, yesterday, today, one of them. Um, what I read was that the guy had a checkered pass where he had lost his license for something that he did as a doctor for 10 years. And so then people were making the case, well, if you know you have that pass, then you should just get up. I completely disagree. Like, regardless of what his past is, what he had done in the past, because he don't want to leave his seat on what that he purchased on a plane to get back to work, because that does not make him wrong because of what he did in the past because he don't want to leave his seat. So, 
everybody a judge though. You know, like yeah. How are you going to? So unless they said, man, get out of this seat because you have a checkered past and you've done this in your past, like why is that even relevant? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. And you know, this tendency to try to like take a victim and figure out the qualifications or whatever. If that's really the case, then who can ever be a victim? Absolutely. Because everybody got something, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got some kind of pass. That whole situation is just weird. It, you know, airlines are shady anyway. Like, they never are held accountable. <laughs> they get to do whatever they want because we got to fly. Yeah. But really what I'm interested in is, did you really, like, they offered you a G or something? Yeah. Where, where the heck would you go? Is this to Paris? No. And you turned it down? I did. I was I was ready to go. I can't even remember where I was or where I was going, but wherever I was headed and wherever I was leaving. See, I could be in I can be in Cabo. The day that I know I have to leave, get me out of there. Like I'm ready to go. You know, and don't I love Cabo. Like absolutely love it. And so if I'm there, like I'm gonna enjoy it. But the day that it's time to go and I'm like, all right, I know I'm leaving today. I'm ready to go. And so for me, like sitting in the airport and I'm like, all right, I'm about to get on a flight and you come offer me some money to stay. Like, I'm already, my mind is set on leaving there. So just give me Has it always been that way or did like the NBA life of charter? No, I've kind of, I've always been that way. Like when it's time for me to go, whether I'm in paradise and I'm having an amazing time, once it's time for me to go, like, all right, well, I know it's my time to go. Let's let's go. Something wrong with you, brother, because I'm like, man, do we got to go? Is there one more day? Can we say no, there, no, there are times. That's because that's you got something else to do, though, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, or, but there are times where I'm somewhere and I'm supposed to leave, and like I'm like, yeah, I'm going to leave tomorrow. But as far as going to the airport and yeah. about to leave, nah. Nah. You take, or do you prefer early flights, like first thing in the morning, or you afternoon? Either. I like early in the morning from here to Detroit when I'm going home, back to Michigan. Yeah. I'll do a 6 a.m. flight that gets in at 2. I still got the rest of the day. Otherwise, I'd rather do a red eye where I take off at 11 p.m. I sleep on the plane. I land at 6.30. By the time I get to East Lansing or Saginaw, it's 8, 8.30, and I just go on about the day. You know, but for me, I, I'd rather – when I'm going east, I mean west to east, then I like to do red eyes. When I'm coming back from the east coast to the west coast, I like to do – like the 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. flight. That way I'll get back at 10 p.m. here or 8 p.m. And, you know, you pretty much get ready to shut the day down and start the next day. I like that, I like that first one, man. Get me on the first thing smoking, man. I need to get out of here. Mostly because uh, if I don't, my wife be like, why are you staying so long? What you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> you don't, don't want to come home? <laughs> yeah. I, I need to be I – need, I need to I need to uh, – I need to enjoy some of these uh, middle afternoon flights because I'm at, I'm on the 6 a.m. first thing smoking. My favorite tight, segment, man. my favorite segment on this is uh, explain yourself. Explain yourself. And what you caused a bit today? of news. First off, we got beef because you causing news outside of Dre Day. Like stop that. <laughs> like <laughs> that's why we here. But you went in on the Raiders. You went in on the Raiders leaving Oakland. Uh, going to Las Vegas, and and you're you are saying that if you was a Raider fan, you wouldn't buy a ticket. So now the retort to that was, 
why you didn't say that about the Warriors because they moved to San Francisco. So Draymond, ex- explain explain yourself. Well, <clears throat> number one, the one thing the Warriors did do was bring a championship to Oakland. The Raiders has not done that since seventy. What seventy six? Seventy six, probably something yeah. like that. Um, which was kind of around the same time that the Warriors had last brought a championship this way. So, looking at that, the Raiders went from 2001. They went from 2001 to 2017. They probably won 17 games total. <laughs> Oh, oh, two they oh two was a winner oh, with two. the Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. so it's oh two. So since oh two has been, yeah, and then they won seventeen games. In this was their first year finishing above five hundred since oh exactly. two. And so, yet, you know, Oco still sells out. You know, it, on the night in or night day day basis, whatever it is, whenever they have games, they always sell out. The fans are always loyal. It's one of the loudest places you're going to go play. Fans have stuck with them through the thin, and then all of a sudden you give them a winning season. Oh, by the way, with your winning season, we out. I mean, I just think that's that's a bit much. Secondly, o- Oakland, the Raiders fan base, like, don't get me wrong, the Warriors have a great fan base. But the Raiders fan base is like one of those fan bases where you, like, you just don't change that. Like, it's... It's one of the top ten fan bases. I mean, in they all paint their faces and put on like shoulder pads yeah, with spikes like, on them. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's one of the top fan bases in all of sports, not just like football. In all of sports, when you start rating fan bases, the Oakland Raiders fan base is right up there with some of the tops in all of sports. And so I don't know if you just up and leave that. You know, I that's like. The, the Cowboys leaving Dallas, you know, it's like the Celtics leaving Boston. Like, there's just certain fan bases where you just don't touch that. Now, a lot of people said, "Oh, well, why he ain't say that about the why he say about the Warriors who leaving San Oakland?" Francisco. Well, number one, you're going, you're moving 15 minutes away. Number one, you're still in the Bay Area. Um. A lot of a lot of the fans who come to the games now at Oracle are from San Francisco, for numerous reasons, which is, isn't really for me to get into. But a lot of the fans are from San Francisco. However, you're moving 15, 20 minutes away. And if you heard in my interview, I specifically said now if the Raiders were moving to like Fremont, you know, or Levi, you know, like nobody would be complaining, like. If they were moving within 20 minutes, you know, or 30 minutes or whatever, no no one would be complaining like that. And obviously, someone's going to always complain about something. Like, there's always no, – everyone will never be happy. Like, you can't make everyone happy. With that being said, no, like, you wouldn't have the kickback that they've had from leaving and going to Las Vegas. Like, who wants – I tell you, if I go to Vegas, I don't want to go see a football game. That's just me personally. Like, if I'm going to go to Vegas. I wonder what Draymond wants to see in Vegas. The last thing I want to see is a football game. Well, like, I'm going to spend my Sunday afternoon in Vegas at a football game. I'll go to a pool party. So, 
I I just don't I don't well, understand pool, it. Pool party on Sunday? Yeah, I don't understand, I understand how that. the how the local marketing is gonna work out when everything is casinos. You know, I just don't. I think it's a lot of problems. Number one, you're putting like a team in Las Vegas. Like you asking for for your players to get end up on a police blotters. All Star Weekend in Las Vegas was Ooh, absurd. I will never, yeah. You're gonna put a you're gonna put a team, a football team, in Las Vegas. Well, I don't, I just don't think that's the best. But I, I like I also feel sorry for the for the fans of Oakland. You know I know how loyal they are to the Raiders, as loyal to they as they are to us. It's ten times to the Raiders, and so I feel sorry for them. And like I said, they got two two more years, maybe even three here. I would not buy a ticket. You're not going to profit off me and you're taking my team away from me. So I, I personally would not spend a day in that uh, stadium. So some say, you know, like they are moving 15 minutes away, but that's a significant profit the Warriors are taking out of Oakland, like just the income tax alone. But, you know, when I heard you say that, I was thinking, I think, I think the people missing the point, I think Draymond is saying something. I think Draymond is saying he disagrees with the Warriors moving to San Francisco. I think that's what you're saying. I think Oakland is a growing city. Um, <laughs> I don't think staying in Oakland would have been bad. Like, at the rate this city is growing from, even from the time that, you know, from the time that I got here five years ago now. Right. To, to where it is today, it's a completely different city. And so this city is one of the fastest growing cities in America. And I, I wouldn't mind being a part of that, you know, if I was the owner of an organization, like, because you would be a staple of that forever, of that growth in that city. So I wouldn't mind being a part of that if I was, you know, in ownership and looking to it. But I also understand it from the business side also that, you know, there's a lot that the city of San Francisco has to offer. There's a huge pile of cash aware. over there. A lot that there's the city of, of San money. Francisco has to offer. So. I think if you're staying in Oakland, you're more so betting on the upside, whereas you can kind of move 15 minutes away and with the fan base that you have, you your fan base is still going to be very strong because at the end of the day, you are still the only basketball team in the Bay Area, you know. And um, You don't worry about the fans being different over there? Have you seen a change in the fans from I, 2012? I mean, I think – the fan base right now is is what it's going to be. Like I I don't think that there would be much change. So I don't I don't see much much of it being different. With they might be a little richer. It's going to be a smaller stadium. Yeah, it'll be you a know, little smaller tickets stadium. Tickets might be a little higher. Yeah, but y'all might have a few championships in your pocket. You know, I don't know. It might be. Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna be in that thing, but. The fans at that point will probably be a little more spoiled than they are right. now. A little, a little bit more spoiled. Which comes with winning. But you know, you from you sag nasty, so I already know you you, you prefer Oakland. O Oakland. I love Oakland. Yeah. I love the city of Oakland. You know, it's it's a great place. Um, I feel right at home in Oakland, that's for sure. So I'm going to enjoy these last, what, three years, two and a half? Whatever it is, I'm enjoy it. But as long as the parade in town, I spend time in San Francisco too. And San Francisco is a great city. It got a lot to offer, a lot of great food, a lot of things to do. 
but I do love the city of Oakland. Yeah, town business. Much yeah, love for Oakland. I know you town now. So, uh, hey, guess what I did, Draymond? I, uh, I wrote a book. A book? I wrote a book. So Called The Golden. Golden, The Miraculous Rise of Steph Curry. First off, uh, like, I'm an author. Like, that's. That's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I did something today. Black dude from Oakland. Straight up. Sabrani Park, 11500. <laughs> but one, one of the things that's kind of, like, gone captive, and I, look, I don't think people understand, like, how you and Steph, since 2012, really, but really in earnest, 2014, have kind of been linked in building this franchise. So... I know you've seen how over the years people come at Steph and how they treat Steph. Uh, and, and I wrote about it. I explained my reasons why I thought. And you got to read the book if you want to get it. But I know how you view about Steph. Share what you think about Curry and how the other players, especially I think it's a lot of former players too who have certain feelings. You know, those are really the ones who are like, what is it about Steph that really – just seems to get them. Number one, looking at Steph, he's not supposed to be able to do what he does. And so that right there alone, it, it pisses people off. You know, also. Why, though? He's way more than what everyone expected him to be or ever gave him a shot to be. And I think most people look at it like, oh, man, this was a – in quotes, privileged kid growing up. Like, how do he become this? Like, he ain't supposed to become this. He's supposed to be the guy from the hood that never had nothing and had to grind for everything. Like, that's this who's supposed to be. But when you look at Steph's life, like, he, they, were, they had money, but Steph wasn't treated like they had money. You know, he couldn't watch TV till right. he was in 11. He straight had chores. You know, he had chores. Like, they didn't raise them like they were just these privileged kids, which shows why they got two sons in the, in the, in the NBA and a daughter who's doing great in college. You know, they weren't raised like that. But, you know, people just all automatically think that, man, this guy ain't from the hood. Like, he ain't cut like that. He ain't cut from a different cloth. Like, he's – he – Supposed to be soft and this that, and of course Steph light skin, so they want to make him out to be. Man, soft people be sleeping on the light skin angle, yeah, man. Yeah, like, and so everybody just wanted to make him out to be this soft jump shooting guy, and he continued to get better and better and better. But the the number one thing, whether it's former players, whether it's current players, all those that do, that hates on Steph and. Some of them will show you to their hand that they hating on them and they don't like them, and then some of them secretly do it. But all of it, you know, all goes back to an old saying. They want to see you do good, but never better than them. And that's what it boils down to. They, I, I Ain't that just see, sheer jealousy? That's jealousy. But, I mean, how, how much of this world is built on jealousy? Right. So – <laughs> like that ain't never changing, but it's it goes back to the old saying. Like, I want to see you do real good. They want to see you do extremely good, but they never want to see you do better than them. And he's doing better than a lot of people. I think that's that's the part that I just will never get about the NBA fraternity. There's so few of you guys. It seems like all success is good success for everybody. 
But it, it just it doesn't work out like that. People really are like, nah, man, I should have got that. Or you're getting too much. You had to do less work to get yours than I did. Uh, it, it feels like, especially like when you think about like how the Warriors and, and Steph has kind of, like the salary cap has jumped with you guys. That means everybody's getting paid more money, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> like that. Why is that a bad thing? It feels like that should be something a little bit uh, – you guys should appreciate about each other. It just it, it has always been weird to me. But I know you. I remember what was it was in Seattle, right? You guys went to a Panthers yeah. game in Seattle. Yeah, Panthers and Seahawks. And didn't uh, what somebody said something to Sonya Curry, and yeah. you started throwing grapes at him. That's the only thing I could find <laughs> to throw. <laughs> so I looked around. Closest thing was grapes, so I just started throwing grapes. No, they were disrespectful, man. They were so disrespectful, calling her out her name and. Like, I mean, I understand, you know, people can say what they want, but Jesus Christ. Like, if we go around calling people out their name, we're the biggest assholes around. And, you know, we're disrespectful and we're shame on our organization. You know, we're this and we're that. And you don't, and you know, you don't deserve to be endorsed by this brand. And why would these people want to deal with you? Like, they want to take our whole life away from us, but yet we're supposed to just sit back. And not say a word, you know, when someone's completely disrespecting you or a teammate or a mom, like it's just it's ridiculous. But yeah, no, nah, that was a that was a fun trip to Seattle. Right. So, do you see yourself as Steph's Charles Oakley? Like, you know, man, y'all 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 gonna, y'all not gonna put your hands on him too much because you got to deal with me. I don't necessarily say I see myself as Steph's Charles Oakley. I would say I ride for any of my teammates, you know, and obviously Steph is usually the main one that is seen with because everyone just think they can try Steph. Now, at the end of the day, I mean, everybody say, oh, he can fight his own battle. Yeah, he can, but he not. Not if I'm right there. So he ain't got to, and it'll never be that way. That's how I'm rolling. So I don't, uh, you know, I don't. I don't roll like that. You one of my guys, I'm riding with you. And and that's how we gonna roll. We ain't, we not, nah. Like you just not gonna go at my guy. I don't roll like that. But Steph always trying to fight anyway. He didn't try to fight Roy Hibbert, <laughs> Trevor Reza. <laughs> hey, Roy Hibbert threw Steph down so that bad, was so man. Funny. That was so funny. Dude, it was like a napkin. He was yeah. like, get this napkin By off By the me. way, David West was on that team too, man. That's right, he yeah. was, huh? Yes, D. West was on that team. He yeah. with us now, though, so. And that was a. Uh, What's up, Roy Hibbert? What you trying to do? <laughs> Roy I remember those days. So, uh, uh. We, we got to talk about this because uh, April 7th, it was supposed to go down. Last podcast, we talked about how we were ready for this. And then, you know, it's April 11th, and I don't have an album yet. Damn. We, we, do have, <laughs> we do have a cover, though. We do have a cover, though. Yeah. Now, look, that cover. Damn. <laughs> you come with that cover, that Kendrick. Co- that cover. This Kendrick better light. Man, this better be Listen, a classic. This this out. You you come with a cover with just your face looking down that got in bold and a, big and red a white letters tea. that say damn. With a white T looking like he loaded. Listen, this album better be one of the best ever. Now, in saying that, the first two songs he done dropped off the album with Humble and the Heartbeat Part Four. If he don't stand along those lines on this album, 
That's Damn. the cold part about it, though. You get them no, two, now no, you got us no, waiting. Listen. listen. If he stay along those lines, damn is right. Yeah, so it, it's because them two songs, he going like he rapping, he he just he going in. You know what I'm saying? Like the the last album, it was like either you like it or you don't. You know, but man, you, you only it. like it if you want to be like pretentious about music. Yeah, like, like it wasn't one of those albums where I'm just like, yo, I gotta hear that Kendrick. But these like the first Kendrick's uh, album, uh, what was it, Compton? No, it wasn't called Compton. What was it called? What was Kendrick's first album? Mad City. Mad City. It was there Good you go, Kid, Mad City. Mad City. Yeah. Um, that album, <laughs> straight heat. And then the next one, I ain't really like that. You know, How to Catch a Butterfly, I think it was. To, to uh, pick a butterfly? To, to, to pick a butterfly. Something like that. I mean, I'm gonna get, I can get I on my musical that. high horse. I liked it. I thought it was lyrically savvy. I thought the live music elements really catered to a, a, a modern disposition. I, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. But these two songs. I, mean, I can break it down, though. Now these two songs is the Kendrick I like. And if he continue along that wave on this album, I think I'm going to say one word. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm, I'm a little disappointed, though, man. I'm looking at the track list, and you got two features. It's Rihanna and you 2 Now, I know... You know, J. Cole got the whole say, no features J. thing. J. Cole album no features. I know, but but I like features. I like collaborations. I like versatility and, you know, just variety on the album. Like, I hope we don't, this is not a thing where you limit a feature. I got it. Give, give you, I give you seven songs to the face. Well, you just go in. Cal, listen, Khaled got Grateful coming. You're going to get a lot of features right? on Grateful. Yeah, it could get all. <laughs> Did Drake vocals come in yet? It's going to be all You're going to get a lot of features with Khaled. So you're going to get your features. But with this album with Kendrick, he wasn't feeling the features. You know, nah, he's going on his own thing. I hope, But, I, he had, you know, he dropped Heartbeat 4, and I've been, I was looking forward to April 7th. And he, I felt like he told me April 7th. Damn, nah, he was told, coming. He told you April 7th. And, uh, and, and, but he never said April 7th I'm dropping my album. He just said. Y'all got till April seventh to get your shit together. Okay, so understandable. You know, he he I assumed that the album was coming. So when I didn't get the album on April seventh, you know, I was a little I was a little hurt about that. And then so I kept asking around, like, all right, maybe I just missed it. Like I ain't been on iTunes, like did Kendrick album come out yet? Everybody like, nah. So I it's don't a know, great man. marketing ploy, by the way. It was yeah, for sure. He's a genius book. though. He's a lyrical genius. Book. So it was definitely But every day he waits. It's it's got to be more fire, uh, yeah. Because if he come out on the fourteenth, he'd be like, "Nah, I'm into twenty first. But but once again, if if it's anything like those last two, who, who? I understand. Yeah, I, I just want more features. Give me more features, Kendrick. I guess it's too late. So uh, uh, let's let's get a a money or broke. We haven't done that in a while. Let's get let's get a money or broke going. Let's do it. M- money or broke? Romo suiting up for the Mavs. Broke. Man, he nice though. Can he play in the NBA game? N- well, he about to, right? <laughs> they gonna put him in the game? I'm sure. He signed a ten day. No, he signed a one day. <laughs> he probably signed. You know what? I'm gonna have to go money on this. And I tell you, I was about to completely contradict myself. I just ain't got Romo legend status, so I can't hate. I suited up at Michigan State for one day for, for a spring Dang, game. Dang, I was going to get you. And so 
was to say Romo you. can't suit up in the NBA game, my legend just ain't like here, so I can't hate. I'm money. I'm rocking with you, Romo. Nah, I hope you get a bucket too. I'm broke. I got jammed up out there. I'm I'm broke. It's broke. Cause he, nah, come on, man. You making a mockery out of the 15 roster spots? You making a mock? They like, going home tomorrow. They going. So the Warriors did this years ago. They had Mark Curry, the comedian, sign a 10 day. Really? Yeah, he played. He signed a 10 day and played for the Warriors. It was it was terrible, but it was like a market employee, and they were a laughing stock. I, I think I think the Mavericks are above this. No, like, I mean they're. I think yeah. the I think the Mavericks are above this. They, you know, they definitely have a great organization, and you know, they won a championship. What in the last five years, I think, or about six years in 2011, right? Yep, 2011. And so, you know, they, I mean, they do. You know, they're definitely a great organization, but you gotta get. I, I respect them paying homage to, you know, one of their Dallas legends. That's that's what's up. Man, why him? Uh, who, who else should have been? He great friends with Mark Cuban, right? I don't know. It could be. I mean, come on, man. It's plenty of Dallas legends. Jerry Jones is like Michael Romo's Irvin. best friend. Put Michael Irvin on the bench. But Jerry Jones is Romo's best friend, so Jerry Jones probably Jerry Jones cool probably made a call. Mark Cuban is, made a call. You know. Hey, but boom, boom. but apparently though, he can ball like Romo can ball. Karan Butler vouched for him. I saw a clip of him the other day hooping, and he threw a lob to somebody, and he made a move, and like, all right, he can like. Playing directly, but he ain't hooping like that. Like, come on. Money or broke? Michael Jordan as the new logo. Broke. What? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because the jump man is just so famous on his own. Like, do you know? How many times I did the jump man in my backyard thinking I was Mike. I want to be like Mike, like, as a kid. And then, like, now you're going to make this the NBA. No, you don't, you don't mix. Like, Michael Jordan is one of the, if not the first person, to really have their own logo outside of a Nike, outside of, you know, the other brands, to have their own logo. You don't, separ- you don't mix that. With First off, you had to pay Mike a whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. <laughs> like, you don't mix that with a, another entity. Like, the Jumpman stands alone, and you don't you don't mess that up. Like, the Jumpman is legendary. It'll always be for the rest of the time. The Jumpman will live on. As long as the game of basketball is going, the Jumpman symbol will live on. You don't mix that with a different entity. So, I'm going broke. And number two, like, the NBA logo is too, is too big to change it now. Like, it's... But, but Jerry shoe, West wants it to change. But they don't acknowledge like, the fact we, – we, we know it's Jerry West, but they don't acknowledge the fact that that's Jerry West. Yeah. They say it's a silhouette. It's a silhouette. Now, yeah. obviously, everybody knows that it's based off Jerry West, but they say it's just a silhouette. And so – They got to ch- – it's time to change it. No, that's it's from, not. It's that's time to of, change it. No, it's it. not. That, the NBA it's is – modern. The Give NBA is new. one of the biggest shields in the world. Like, that's one of the biggest logos in the world. You don't just change that. You, you, it's time to give somebody else to do. Kareem, Kareem, let's get a sky hook. Let's get a sky hook silhouette. I'm not changing the logo. He said I'm not. Like <laughs> it, it's too big. Yeah, dang. I'm gonna win one of these. Suck over here. All right, money or broke? NFL players fined for arm wrestling. Broke money. <laughs> you can't be out here arm broke. wrestling. You you can't ride on a moped. You can't do 
You can't do can't activities walk, that can't, endanger can't you. Can't walk over a crack on the sidewalk. No, nah, you can't. But dude, you arm wrestle it with like you ask it to turn over your elbow, like to tear a tendon. And then if they tear a tendon, then find them because they can't perform. But man, they gonna like, miss anyway, right? Yeah. Like, all right, find them so they because they can't perform. You gonna cut them anyway, the NFL? Exactly, but you just gonna find them because <laughs> they were arm wrestling? Like, come on, man. It's what what we doing here? Like, why 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 are you arm wrestling, bro? Like, like everybody can't do everything. If you're do? playing the NFL, you can't arm wrestle. I mean, it's pretty simple. You what? can't ride a motorcycle. Come on, what arm wrestling really? <laughs> I mean, that's some intense arm wrestling, though. Them dudes huge, man. I saw James Harrison. He huge. A James Harrison, right? That's you arm wrestle James Harrison, you will lose your sockets. But they they're not going against me though. They they going against other guys that can, you know. Maybe just don't go against Rocky. You straight. Man, they, I, I, they, they go, they find them dudes. I mean, like, they find them for anything, man. Your, like, the your towel too long. The wrong yeah. way you get fined. Jerry Rice used to get fined for his towel being too yeah, long. Yeah, like, come on, man. They find them for anything. Now they want to find them for arm wrestling. Like, what was the, what was the, was this like charity or anything? I don't think they were just doing it. It was a charity. See, now you gonna, you gonna find guys for doing something for charity. Making money for if you're gonna find them, though, you got to give them guaranteed contracts. Like if you're gonna do that, because you can just cut somebody who get hurt. So you can do whatever you want, and at the risk of that, you're gonna get cut if you get hurt. That's true. So you might as well like, what's the point if you're not? I'm not finding the guy for arm wrestling. Now you you hurt yourself. That's the chance you took. And now all right, we nah, need to talk. You can't be doing like, you can't be doing stuff like arm wrestling. Man, you can't. Nah, you, that's disagree. All, that's all bad. That's broke. All right, money or broke? Steph's carpool karaoke. Broke. It's horrible. All right, so uh, <laughs> horrible. What, what are you doing, Steph? Ah, ah, broke. Are you disagreeing with America right now? Yes. Everybody I, loved that. What I you didn't. Th- I laughed at it. Are you? Oh, I didn't really laugh. Well, are at you it. better at karaoke than Steph? No. <laughs> he I'm said not. no. I don't want to be either. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. So hold on, you don't know. Albums from your daughter's music that you listen? I know a couple Frozen songs. You said I ain't gonna be singing them in the car with another dude. Uh, no, <laughs> I I know a couple Frozen songs, but I don't like. No, man, Come that's on, man. money, dude. That's money. That's that's money fatherhood right there. Now I don't know if I would do it like publicly. So because you, all right, let's put this out. I think Steph is an amazing father, by the way. Like he. He is literally like an amazing. <laughs> that's another reason people hate Steph, by the way, too. He's like a model citizen. Like, he does everything do right. Wrong. He does everything right. He's an amazing father, though. Steph hate that he do everything right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's an incredible person. Like, he's one of the best. People always ask me, like, how is Steph Curry? And I tell him, you like, picture a model citizen. Like, what you would build a model citizen, and then there you have it. Like, that's Steph. So. But just because you know a song don't make I mean, you a great yeah. father. Like some people know some songs mean? and that don't make we them a great father. We judge fathers all the time off superficial stuff like that. I don't like. I'm not judging. Listen, Steph, if you're listening, you're a great dad, but not because of not because you know those songs. Okay, like I think you're an amazing father to Riley and Ryan. Um, Riley is actually one of my best friends. So, what's up, Riley? No, she's like he's a great father. But hey, bro. <laughs> the song don't make you great. Hold on, Riley's your best friend? Oh, she's amazing. She's hilarious too. 
Like, when did this happen? Oh, it been happening. So you don't do carpool karaoke, but one of your best friends is Riley. So what do y'all do? That's just my best friend when I see <laughs> her. She's straight hanging, huh? She, she speaks She's to me. way older than her age, she came though. To, she came She's, to like, my, mature. Uh, she came to my daughter's birthday party, and I had, like, the best time, like, laughing at her. She loved popcorn like Steph. She saw some popcorn and would not stop eating it. Like, I asked her where was Steph at. She said he's at Chick-fil-A. Like, how do you know Steph loves Chick-fil-A like that at four? Like she's amazing. She's hilarious. So she's she's she nobody's safe, right? She she will no, get No, she's hilarious. She's amazing though. That's 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 what's up. All right, uh before we go out of here, we gotta talk a little bit of postseason. You got one game left. What what how is this year any is it different? I feel like when I watch you guys, I feel like you you've got your championship skin. Like you guys know regular season, all right. Is how does this switch flip now? Because you here, and I know y'all been waiting for a redemption. Yeah, I mean, you 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 go through this whole season, and you're definitely ready for the playoffs. You know, I've been I ready mean, for like a month. I've been ready for the playoffs, and then you you know you're playing these games right now where it's kind of they're not pointless because you're still trying to brush up on things and you know use it as a tune-up, but you're really playing for nothing. And so nothing in particular, I should say. You know, whether it's a record or you know you're trying to clinch something or something of that nature like is that a relief this year though that you're not i mean it's 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 a relief that we're not chasing 73 oh 100 definitely a relief but it's harder to find motivation yeah you know and um that being one of the biggest things in basketball you got to be motivated you got to be ready to go you know you got to be locked in or it just don't work out you know like that's tough um However, I think we've done a great job at it. You know, great job with under the circumstances. But definitely ready for the playoffs, man. It just gets to a point where the regular season becomes repetitive, you know, and you're ready to get – the playoffs is a completely different season. It's a completely different intensity. It's a different game. And so you look forward to that, you know, and trying to reach the mountaintop again. So, you know, Portland, uh, definitely tough. You know, Dame coming off 59 within the last few days here. Going to be riding sky high. Uh, there are a few uncertainties with Portland on whether Nurkic will be playing. Like, which team are you going to see? Because with Nurkic out there, they're a completely different team. Different, yeah. You know, so. Do you want him? Like, you you want that? Huh? I mean, I don't really care who's out there on the floor. You know, we got – it changes the game plan a bit. But, you know, we got to come out and play our best. You know, I always say if we play our best, we win. Period. You know, we play the best we can play, and another team play the best they can play. I think we win that game. So it's about us and, you know, focusing on the things that we need to focus on, taking care of all the little details and locking in, you know, trying to stop their – I mean, their main two guys is what makes everything go in Dame and CJ. And um, if you can do that, you probably won't stop them. But if you can make things tough on them, you know, you got a better shot at winning. So definitely ready for the playoffs, man. It's – I feel like this season has been long, but it also feels quick. It's weird, you know. It feels, but nah, it felt it felt long, man. It felt like forever, like it did. It felt a little bit of both, but I'm looking forward to these playoffs like no other. I, I'm looking forward because of all the talk about Katie and Steph. Y'all laugh at that stuff, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still, like Katie said on the podium, I was like, I guess, I guess he's not worse with me around. <laughs> Hey, we used to laugh at it. We don't even talk about it anymore. Like, it used to be funny. 
at this point, it's like not even worth the thought of even talking about. Like, Kevin Durant makes Steph Curry worse. All right, cool. I, I read something last night on Bleacher Report where some guy tweeted, the Warriors are going to win 65 games. And they won 65 games in 2015, 14. 15, the year 15, we won the championship. 14, 15, yeah. They're not – Kevin Durant makes no difference. They're still the same team. What? Like, how could you possibly think that in your right mind? Like, how could you fix your mouth to hey, say two that plus or two fix is your fingers to tweet that? <laughs> like, I just don't understand. Man, to them, something. that was two plus two is four. Yeah, sometimes you gotta. <laughs> sometimes you gotta. Addition don't work for yeah. for. Uh, <laughs> The problem is it's an algebra problem, and they apply exactly, they like, apply the, the mo- addition. Addition don't do much for you in calculus. Yeah, right. That was like I mean, sometimes there's all gotta, kind of variables in that. Like, you got to figure you out. Sometimes you got to step outside the box and stop looking at a record. Number one, how many games have guys sat and we like ah oh, it don't matter? How many games where it was just like ah uh, where y'all like, was sleepwalking like this is boring. Like, Oh, and by the way, we lost five games as soon as Kevin Durant got hurt. Like, that was five more wins. Like, I just don't understand, people. How could you fix your mouth to say that? It just don't make sense to me. You know, it's a trip, dude. Like, you've you, you made the playoffs every year. And, you know, you, you I guess it was four, you three, you, Steph, and Clay have been together all this time. And then you add KD. This might be like seven straight years of – postseason like you know there's no reason you guys should be in playoffs every year but several years of championship running of making a run for the title now you got KD in the mix this is like do you are you looking at this like man this is this is a big stretch we about to do this for a long time you know that's definitely how you want to look at it you know and say man we you know we can be good for a very long time but you also got to know that you have to take advantage of your moments you know what I'm saying like there's not a guarantee everybody's going to be healthy every year. Yeah. You know, there's not a guarantee of so many things. There's not a guarantee other teams aren't going to get better, you know. There's not a guarantee you just don't have it in the series and you lose early. Like, all that stuff happened. Now, it's funny because when you look at organizations over the last 20 years, the model, the model organization is the Spurs. Their championships equal out to one championship every four years over the last 20 years. And we all say they great. Yeah. But yet, you know, people look and say, oh, man, they lost last year. They're not that good. Like, all right, one out of two years, we're still on track. And so, you know, there's so many different They've had first-round exits. Absolutely. And so you have to understand that over the course of the years, things like that happen. You know, you sometimes you just run up to a bad matchup. Sometimes the We Believe team is just clicking and yeah, put out right, the number yeah. one. See, like, things like that happen all the time. And you have to know that those things come with it, but at the same time, we are looking at this like, man, we can be really good for a long time. But we want to take care of the now. Do all you can in the now because you never know what the future holds. Man, so uh, Draymond just predicted that the Warriors will be together for four years. Everybody's re-signing. We're out, Dre Day. Go by Golden. The miraculous rise of Steph Curry. <laughs> I didn't say that was my prediction. <laughs> But I would love if that was the case. We're out of here. Dre Day. Peace, love, and hair grease.